It is a showtime. This is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Oh, hell yeah! 20 questions, 105 possible points. I have an answer to your question. General knowledge categories like literature, music, sports, history, TV, geography, and many more. All in a pub trivia game format. I'm paying thousands of dollars for education. Apparently, I don't need to. I have a question for you. Are you ready to pass the bar? Hell yeah, I'm ready. This is a heavy B production. It is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Welcome back. We host this game. We're about to play four nights a week in front of live pub drinking audiences. And we bring it to you on the internet, social media, so you can get ready for your next pub trivia night, kill some time at the office or your commute. What do you usually do? With the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast, Jason, after it's been produced and after you, do you go back and listen to it ever? I, yeah, I force my uh, family <laughs> and friends. I hold them hostage. I know, you have to. Uh, and you make have them to listen to me. Uh, my name is Edge, a man masquerading with a reason to ask you trivia questions and provide you answers. And as we just introduced our friend Jason Young, our measuring stick, the old softball. How are you today, partner? I just went from being softball to now the old softball. These nicknames keep <laughs> getting old. worse. <laughs> they do. They keep getting more and more derogatory <laughs> as we go. Huh? Uh, if you decide to play today, you can uh, play against Jason if you don't have anybody else to play against. Here's what the bar exam is. The bar exam is a pub trivia game made up of 20 questions divided into two sections. Each section has three parts and each part has three questions. We begin each part by reading aloud three categories. Then ask a question pertaining to one of those categories and play this sound effect. You have until the end of that sound effect to submit the answer to your host or scorekeeper. The sound effect's only 12 seconds long to keep the game moving, so if that's too fast, simply pause the podcast throughout gameplay. Here's how you keep score. Each part of the bar exam is worth 10 points. When a question is asked, you'll assign a point value of 6, 3, or 1 based on your confidence in that answer. But you can only use each value once per part. You don't have to assign a point value until a question's been asked, but again, once you wager a point value, whether your answer is right or wrong, that value you cannot be used again until the next three-question part. You add up the points for the ones you get right. You do nothing for the ones you get wrong, so there is no penalty for guessing. And the team or individual at the end of the game with the most points wins. It's that easy. For more info on scoring, check out our website, heavybtrivia1.com. We do have some official score sheets and some visualizations that may help you understand the scoring a little bit better at our website. And, uh... You know, like right here, for example, written on the score sheet tells you exactly how to play. We've got all the rules written right down here at the bottom. So check these out, heavybtrivia1.com, if you want to learn how to play. Um, you can create your own scoring system also. You don't have to keep score at all. You can just have fun with it. That's what we want you to do. If you are competing today, here are some rules, though, you should consider. Once you hand your uh, answer to your host or scorekeeper, your answer is final. You cannot have it back once you give your answer to your host or scorekeeper. This is normally a team game. So you're allowed to talk out answers with your team, but you just can't shout out any answers. If you shout out answers right or wrong, the host should ask different questions. But since we can't do that tonight, if you're shout out answers, it could very easily ruin this game. So please don't shout out answers. And finally, this is a brain game. It's not a cell phone or a computer game. So if you're looking up answers on Google, Wikipedia, anything like that, you are cheating everybody else at a game and you should be disqualified. Uh, it's a brain game. Don't look them up on your cell phones or your office computers. What, what would you say, Jason, to cheaters to try and deter them from 
looking up answers on the internet. Well, I think you'd have to check your patience. Like, there's only 12 seconds between the question and the answer. If you can't wait 12 (laughs) seconds to know the answer, like, just turn it off. Just. (laughs) But you know what? We have to say this also for our live games because oftentimes people just want to think they're smarter than they actually are. Mm -hmm. And it can be a problem sometimes at our live games, can it not? Yes, absolutely. So what would you say to those people that are cheating at the live games? I would say that they need they need bigger goals in their life. <laughs> they do. They do. That, that's, that's, that's fair right there. My name is Edge. I am your host tonight. All the decisions I make are final. Jason, any famous last words before we get started with the bar exam tonight? Pandas eat bamboo. They do eat bamboo. And we learned that on the last episode of the bar exam. <laughs> Hopefully the first question for Jason goes a little better tonight than it did on our last episode. Your first part categories... In the bar exam, pub trivia podcast tonight are food and beverage, crossword clues, and movies. Once again, food and beverage, crossword clues, and movie. Here's your food and beverage category question. A staple of most brunches, what two main ingredients go into a drink called a mimosa? Once again, a staple of most brunches, what two main ingredients go into a mimosa? Good luck, everybody. When was the last time you had one of these, Jason? Oh, it's been several years, but... uh, Really? Yeah, they're delicious. Jeez, I had a bottomless one maybe like two weeks ago. A staple at most brunches. What two main ingredients go into a mimosa? You were only right if you wrote champagne and orange juice. So, Jason, what did you wager and write on that question? I wrote champagne and orange juice, and I wagered six. So so he can only wager now. A three or a one for the next two questions if you're keeping score at home. Here's your crossword clues category question. Second question of part number one. Seven letters. Your fifth letter is I, as in icicle. Mass divided by volume. That's your clue. Once again, seven letters. Fifth letter I is an icicle. Mass divided by volume. That is your clue. Good luck, everybody. Really thinking about it over here. I saw like the crease in your forehead, really trying to. I got trying the to fifth get letter is I. That's the what fifth I got. letter is I. Good one. Uh, crossword clues: seven letters. Fifth letter I is an icicle. Mass divided by volume. You were only right if you wrote density. Density was the correct response. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Little dense, huh? <laughs> Movies category question. Final question to part number one. One of my favorite trilogies of all time. Which trilogy co-stars Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne as some of the last humans on Earth? Once again, which trilogy co-stars Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne as some of the last humans on Earth? Good luck, everybody. By the way, Jason wagered six on that first question. He wagered one on that last question. So he only had a three to wager on this question here. Well, hope he gets it right. You never get penalized for guessing on this game, only for correct answers. Which trilogy co-stars Keanu Reeves and Larry Fishburne as some of the last humans on Earth? You were only right if you wrote The Matrix. 
And I heard they're coming out with a fourth installment of The Matrix, actually. You know what? Everything old is new again. Isn't it weird yeah. how that's happening? There's a like, Top Gun coming. If we run out of ideas, we're like... How about the Kevin James television show where, like, he... It was called, like, Kevin Can Wait was the new reboot. And he was literally like a delivery man with the same wife that he had in the first show, which was called King of Queens. I yep. mean, are, are we really running... Are, are we that desperate for ideas? Apparently we are, huh? There's also some, like, old actors who are like, meh. <laughs> Just, I don't want to do anything new. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And I and I want to get paid millions for, for taking it easy. All right. Absolutely. Here are your part two categories. They are music, literature, famous... Firsts. Once again, music, literature, and famous firsts. Here's your music category question. Party in the USA, Malibu, and Wrecking Ball are songs written and recorded by what pop music star? Once again, Party in the USA, Malibu, and Wrecking Ball are songs written and recorded by what pop music star? Good luck, everybody. Party in the USA, Malibu, and Wrecking Ball. Songs written and recorded by what pop music star? This is your first question of part number two, music category question. You were only right if you wrote Miley Cyrus. She's just being Miley. I, 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 was, ne- I was a pop radio DJ for many years. Um, and I was never a big fan of Miley, but it's weird. As I get older and she gets older, I'm starting to come around a little bit on her, man. Like, she's got a wonderful voice and she's incredibly talented. She's a little psycho, but hey. What woman's not, right? Aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? Here is your uh, literature category question, man. I stump a lot of people on this one. This is one of my, this would be like a Hall of Famer at the live games. What state is the classic novel Old Yeller set? Once again, in which state is the classic novel Old Yeller set? Good luck, everybody. I know you know this story. You had to read it when you were in grade school parents probably showed it to you on like those old Disney VHS tapes too. What state did it occur in? Literature category question. What state is the classic novel Old Yeller set? You were only right if you wrote Texas. Don't mess with it. He wrote Oklahoma border state. No points though. Close. Not close enough though. Only in hand grenades does that does that count? Being close. Yeah, I talked myself out of Texas in my head. Did you? Oh, man. All right, you can be within one year on this one. This is your famous first category final question of part number two. Within one year, in what year was the first iPod released? Once again, within one year, in what year was the first iPod released? You can be within one. Good luck, everybody. is all I got left. Held out is six until the final question of part number two. You can be within one. I thought about giving you a two-year grace period on this one, too. But I kept it at one. Within one, in what year was the first iPod released? October 23rd, 2001. Mm. Two years would have got me the points, buddy. It would have. It would have. 2000, 2001, 2002. Would only get your points in this game. All right, part three category questions. Keeping the move, uh, keeping the game moving right along. I should stay. Politicians and presidents, sports, television. Politicians and presidents, 
sports, and TV. Here's your politicians and presidents category question. First question to part number three. Before becoming president, Richard Nixon was a senator that represented which state? Once again, before becoming president, Richard Nixon was a senator that represented which state? Good luck, everybody. Stumping him on this one. Everybody knows Nixon, the only president to be impeached and resign. Jason says Michigan on this one. He's way off. Way off, folks. Before becoming president, Richard Nixon was a senator that represented which state? You were only right if you wrote California. Talking about a little place called Aspen. Okay. (laughs) Dumb and dumber. Lloyd Christmas. California is the correct response, though. All right. Sports category question. This is a tough one. Got to go back to 1990. At what Big Ten school did number one pick Jeff George finish his college football career? Once again, at what Big Ten college did the number one overall pick in the NFL draft Jeff George finish his college football career? Good luck, everybody. Really tough uh, question here. He got drafted by the Indianapolis Colts in the 1990 draft. At what Big Ten school did Jeff George finish his college football career? You were only right if you wrote University of Illinois. He was a member of the Fighting Illini. Not a great first half for my boy over here. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling uh, density. Density is exactly (laughs) right. I think you're going to get this one, though. TV category question. Final question of part number three. Frankie Muniz is most famous for playing the title character on what TV show that aired on Fox? Once again, Frankie Muniz is most famous for playing the title character of what on what TV show that aired on Fox? Good luck, everybody. Saved his six-pointer to the end. Good for Jason. Frankie Muniz is most famous for playing the title character on what television show? You were only right if you wrote Malcolm in the Middle. And that is the end of the first three parts here. It's now time for a halftime question. Halftime works a little differently. You don't need to wager on halftime. Halftime's going to have five correct answers. You're going to get two points for each answer you get correct. So you're going to score ten points during halftime. And normally, if we were playing at the pub, we would play two songs since it's a little more involved question. For your halftime question here, we'll just take a two-minute commercial break, and we'll be back with your halftime answer. Here is your halftime question. There are eight states in America that have at least 100 counties within their borders. Name five of those eight states, and you can only write five answers down in your answer slip. Once again, name the eight states in America that have at least 100 counties within their borders, and you can only write five states on your answer slip. We're going to take a two-minute timeout. We'll be back with your halftime question. Good luck, everybody. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Get your question on the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast by emailing baregzamptpod at gmail.com. This is the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast.
want to give a big shout out to our bar exam pub trivia live game venues. Check out the Ramblin' Route in Fairmont on Fairmont Avenue. The Brickside Bar and Grill, Lodgeville Road in Bridgeport. Magic's Bar and Grill, Middleton Road in Whitehall. Buffalo Wild Wings, Northridge Road in Buckhannon. The Derby, Virginia Avenue in Fairmont. And Meager's Irish Pub, Benton Court in Bridgeport. Find information about all our live game bar exam pub trivia venues at our website, heavybtrivia1.com. The Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast is recorded at the Brickside Bar and Grill, located on Lodgeville Road in Bridgeport. A selection of over 40 beers, award-winning wings, and the biggest open-air concert deck in Harrison County. Check out the Brickside Bar and Grill on Facebook or stop in and see for yourself. The Brickside, it's where the locals hang out. You have about 60 seconds remaining to answer this question. 60 seconds, good luck. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Here are the Bar Exam suggested team names from our Live on Location games this week. At number 10, your children are ruining Disney theme parks. At number nine, spoiler alert, don't leave milk in a hot car. At number eight, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. At number seven, Uncle Joey got us into the University of Phoenix. At number six, White Claw and Order, SV Booze. At number five, Harry Potter and the reasonably priced Nissan. At number four, Corona Beers are better than Corona Bugs. At number three, Rage Against the Keurig Machine. At number two, Alexa, how strong is my prenup? And the number one suggested team name this week. Architects love deck picks. If you have a suggested team name you'd like us to read on the air, email us at baregzamptpod at gmail.com. Learn how to keep score by watching the tutorial and get official score sheets at heavybtrivia1.com. You're playing along with the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Here's Edge. We are back on the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. We asked you uh, to name, well, there are eight states in America that have 100 counties within their border. We asked you to give us five of those eight states, and you could only write five states on your answer slip. Here's how it should have looked. Leading the way with 254 counties is Texas. Don't mess with them. 159 counties, the state of Georgia. 133 counties, Virginia. 120 counties, Kentucky. 115 counties, Missouri. 105 counties, Kansas. 102 counties, Illinois. 100 counties, North Carolina. So those are the eight states in America that have at least 100 counties. You get two points for each one you got correct. Jason got two right, so he gets four points that he can add to his score. What is your total score, Jason, as we get into the second half here? 20. He's got 20 points. And now if you're playing with a group of people or a group of individuals, now would be the time to read out your standings also so everybody knows how to wager. If we were at the par, or at the uh, pub, I should say, the par. How do you like that? I mean, That's the, pub the name the of bar. a good golf <laughs> Yeah, there pub. you go. If we were at the pub right now, we'd play another five-minute song so you could catch a smoke, use the bathroom, make a phone call. But since we're playing on the Internet, we're just going to get right into the second half. Here we go. Uh, second half, we up the ante now. You wager seven, five, or three based on your confidence in the answer. So you can score 15 points per part here in the second half instead of 10 points. Once again, wagering seven, five, or three instead of six, three, or one. Here are your part four categories. Music, science, and language. Music science and language here's your music category question to kick off the second half which band had a hot 100 number one hit in 1985 1986 and 1987 with jacob's ladder stuck with you and the power of love once again which band had a hot 100 hit in 1985 1986 and 1987 with jacob's ladder stuck with you and the power of love good luck everybody Is that a band? 
It is a band. It's not the right band, but it is a band. <laughs> Music is my kryptonite. Which really. band had Hot 100 number one hits in 1985, 1986, 1987? Jacob's Ladder, Stuck With You, and The Power of Love. The correct response is Huey Lewis and the News. Was that Biff Tannen question in this game, or was it the last game? It was the last okay, game yeah. when we a, had Biff Diffler. On a, yeah, yeah, Biff Stiffler. We're yeah. on a little bit of a uh, Back to the Future theme right now. Yep. All right, science category question has nothing to do with Back to the Future, I promise you. If you took the planets in our solar system and put them in order from largest to smallest, where would Earth rank? Once again, if you took the planets in our solar system and put them in order from largest to smallest, where would Earth rank? Good luck, everybody. It is so much easier on this side of the microphone. I know it looks like I'm running this machine in front of me, but it's not that difficult. Trust me. It's a lot harder being Jason right now. If you took the planets in our solar system and put them in order from largest to smallest, where would Earth rank? It would rank... Fifth. Oh man, can I be with him? In one? that order, no, no, no qualifier on that. <laughs> Fifth is the correct response. Jason had fourth. He's off to a tough start here in this second half. Oh, Hopefully, yeah. we can help him out with his language category question. You got to get know your Roman numerals though. What number is represented by the letters D is in dog, C is in cat, I is in icicle? Once again, what number is represented by the letters D, C, I in Roman numerals? Good luck, everybody. My seven can't handle this. <laughs> hey, sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes the bar eats you. That's how it goes with the bar exam. What number is represented by the letters D, C, I in Roman numerals? D is 500, C is 100, I is 1. 601 would have been the correct response. You know, Jason likes to brag when he gets a perfect part. We like to put him down when he gets an imperfect part, and he was 0 for 3 in that one. How do you feel right now, He part? sure was. He was just... <laughs> he was, uh, he's had better parts. Never a bad part, but he's had better... Some some parts I, better than I, others. I've never had worse parts. There I you can't get any <laughs> worse true. than zero. That is true. All right, your part five categories are literature, movies, and TV. Literature, movies, TV. Here's your literature category question. Which author wrote the Hunger Games franchise? Once again, which author wrote the Hunger Game franchise? Wildly popular on the silver screen. Wildly popular in high school classrooms throughout America also. Good luck, everybody. Now he's just mocking us. I don't, I don't now know. He's just I don't even us. have a guess. <laughs> uh, your literature category question: Which author wrote the Hunger Games franchise? Do you do you rec- Like, do you think you had it on the tip of your tongue? No, I think once you say it, I'll be like, mm, I've heard that before, okay. but I did not know the answer. He wrote Doctor Seuss, which yeah. made me laugh a little bit. Well, he's extremely popular in high school classrooms. That's as well. true. Okay. Maybe element more elementary and pre-K classrooms. I think though, um, you were only right if you wrote Suzanne Collins. For the Hunger Games, ever heard of her? I, I, I'm sure I have, but that was not uh, not on the tip of your not tongue. on the tip of my tongue. Okay, let's keep it going here with your arts and entertainment category question. Is that what we, no, this is your movies, movies category question. What's the name of the princess in William Goldman's cult classic, 
The Princess Bride. Once again, what's the name of the princess in William Goldman's cult classic, The Princess Bride? Good luck, everybody. Love this movie. In fact, there's a team that plays with us up at Meagers called uh, Hello, My Name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I have to say it every time we announce their name. You were only right if you wrote the princess's name in William Goldman's cult classic, The Princess Bride, as Buttercup. Mm-hmm. And Jason's back. He's back. We'll just say that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Don't call it a comeback. I never left. This is your... I love this question, man. You can be within one year. It's a TV category question. In what year was the final episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air aired? Once again, in what year was the final episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air aired? You can be within one year. The final new episode, that is. It's on syndication all over the place. Good luck, everybody. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was aired. The final episode, the final new episode, back in 19... 96. So 95, 96, 97 would have been the correct response. Jason went two for three in part number five. He's got 32 points right now, folks. Coming back. Don't call it one. Here are your part six categories. Arts and entertainment. Sports. Government and the law. Once again, arts and entertainment. Sports. Government and the law. Can you actually hear yourself unscrewing that marker every time you do it? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's loud. When it you is. Do it. It's what's with that? But it's like it's like uh, it, it gets me in the in the mood. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's it's, the third category? The third category is government and the law. Yeah, Sorry, okay. we'll go over them all again real quick. Arts and entertainment, sports, government, and the law. Here we go. A and D category question. First question to part number six. Which city provides the setting for the story, The Phantom of the Opera? Once again, which city provides the setting for the story? The Phantom of the Opera. Good luck, everybody. This is three in a row, Edge. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Going to get seven out of that one also. What city provides the setting for the story, The Phantom of the Opera? You were only right if you wrote Paris. Or Paris, if you're not down with the French accent that I've got going on here. I appreciate it. That the sounded attempt. actually, listen, I did, a Scarface, I did a Scarface impression that was horrible a couple weeks ago. Paris. I mean. Sounds pretty good. It's, that's like the cartoon version of it. It sounds like the <laughs> yeah. skunk. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew, yeah. Le Pew yeah. All right. Here's your government. No, this is your sports category question. Second question of part number six. You can be within one year on this one also. In what year was Pete Rose banned from baseball for betting on games? Once again, in what year? In which year was Pete Rose banned from baseball for betting on games? You can be within one year, everybody. Good luck. I like these year questions because you always have to like figure out your life. Yeah, you, you know? know what? A what lot was of I people. Doing when this happened? It's funny you say that because a lot of people do not like these questions. They'd rather like they want to know like. 
they want to be asked a fact about something, but not necessarily exactly when it happened. Makes you know me what think I mean? About where was I born or where was I when this happened? I or, believe you were born during this time. Well, this uh, answer is wrong. In which year was Pete Rose banned from baseball for betting on games? That happened in 1989. 88, 89, 90 would have been the correct response. You could have been within one on that, like we said. Final question of part number six is a government in the law category question. Don't forget, we got your final question uh, of the game right after this one. Stand by for that. But the final question of part number six, it's a government in the law category question. How many amendments are contained in the Bill of Rights? Once again, how many amendments are contained in the Bill of Rights? Good luck, everybody. Twenty-eight total amendments in the Constitution, Jason, but only ten are included in the Bill of Rights. So that was your final question of part number six. It's now time for your final question of the bar exam. It works just like Jeopardy. You wager anywhere between zero and 20 points on this question. If you get it right, I will add whatever you wagered to your final score. If you get it wrong, I'm going to take away whatever you wager from your final score. So we have strategy involved. If you were playing with a bunch of other people right now, I'd pause the podcast let everybody read out what their standings are. But since Jason's the only one that we're keeping score for, what is your current score right now? I have 44 points. Okay, 44 points. So you've got to get above that right now to beat Jason. Here we go with your final question of the night. And don't forget, you can wager zero if you want to. It's sometimes a strategic wager. When he plays live games, his team is... Well, what do you guys think? Do you think you wager zero about 50% of the time? Yeah, well, sometimes we have to decide, like, if... We think anybody else in the bar is going to get it. Like yeah, sometimes, yeah. if you got to put four in a row, or it's a fool's bet, you know. Like, yes, yes, right. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see how you do with this one. You can be within three on this final question. How many floors does the Empire State Building in New York City have? Once again, you can be within three. How many floors does the Empire State Building in New York City have? Normally, if we were playing at the pub, we'd give you two songs for this one, since it is slightly more involved and the stakes are a little higher. But since we're playing on the internet, we'll just take a two-minute timeout. We'll be right back with the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Good luck, everybody. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. The Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast would like to thank our sponsors. The Vintage Theater Company, offering entertainment and education through comedy sketches, Shakespeare productions, workshops, and performance training. Online at vintagetheater-wv.com and Facebook at Vintage Theater Company, LLC. Coming soon, the Sports Huddle Podcast, the newest pub trivia-based game. 18 sports-related questions in a four-quarter pub trivia game format. NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, NASCAR, Premiership, NCAA. If it's a sport, then it could be in the game. And you could be, too. Play the Sports Huddle Pub Trivia Podcast. Coming soon. Details at heavybtrivia1.com. You have about 60 seconds remaining to answer this question. 60 seconds. Good luck. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. Here are some bar exam pub trivia fast facts to get you through the remainder of halftime. The world produces enough food to feed everyone on it. World agriculture produces 2,500 calories per day per individual. The world hunger problem is more of a distribution problem than a production problem. If officials awarded Lance Armstrong's 2005 Tour de France title to the next fastest finisher who has never been linked to doping, they'd have to give the title to the 23rd place finisher. 
Unlike the United States, where execution dates are set in advance, prisoners in Japan are executed with very little warning, and they are told they are going to die on the morning of their execution, usually about an hour before. If you've got a fast fact you want us to share during halftime or your final question, email us, baregzamptpod at gmail.com. You're listening to the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. The Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast is recorded at the Brickside Bar and Grill, located on Lodgeville Road in Bridgeport. A selection of over 40 beers, award-winning wings, and the biggest open-air concert deck in Harrison County. Check out the Brickside Bar and Grill on Facebook or stop in and see for yourself. The Brickside, it's where the locals hang out. You're in the game with Edge on the Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast. We are back. The Bar Exam Pub Trivia Podcast with your final question. Right before break, we asked you within three how many floors does the Empire State Building in New York City have? Jason, what did you write? I wrote 99. He said 99. There are 102 Boom. floors in the Empire State Building. He got in on the grace. 99 through 105 would have been correct. So uh, if you got it, add up your points right now. Share your standings with everybody that you're playing with and see who won tonight's game, who's got bragging rights. Man, this is his lucky number over here. It's five out of six games he's had 50 points. Exactly. We we were talking off the air, though. It's kind of weird when you're playing by yourself here um, because you don't really need to wager. We might need to invite somebody on to the Pub Trivia Podcast. Would you think, would you be willing to go up against somebody, Jason? Yeah, I think we should uh, let people email us uh, at, for like to challenge me. That'd be cool. And then there's got to be a bet. Like we got to come up with oh, what, what, what's the bet if now they can Now we beat are cooking. Me. Yeah. Now bet, we are cooking with the, gas. Bet the, the old softball. I love it. So, <laughs> so check it out. Yeah, bet him. Let's play the old softball here. If you have a question for us, if you want to play the game, if you just want to communicate, we'd love for you to play, though. Uh, email us, baregzamptpod at gmail. You can check us out on Twitter. Same handle there, baregzamptpod. Twitter and uh, Instagram is baregzamptpodcast. And then our website, heavybtrivia1.com, is also a way to get at us. Final thoughts on today's game, though, Jason. I mean, again, you started out slow. I did. Came back there at the end. We're able to get the final question. That's really the key to all of it, isn't it? The, the final question, getting that one right. Yeah, it is. And and you can have, a like at the bar when we play at the pub, like you can have a freaking incredible game, and that final question can make or break It can everything. be a 40-point swing at the bar because yeah. if somebody gets 20 points right and, and you guess and get 20 points wrong, it could be a 40-point swing right there. So yep. just consider that. Jason Young, as always, thanks so much for being here, man. My name is Edge. Thanks so much for listening to you guys also. We always finish with a toast. A glass is good, a lass is good, and a pipe to smoke in cold weather. The world is good. People are good. Let's all make each other better. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. This is a Heavy Bee production.